Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the Doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable radio chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, George Clark. And the handsomest producer in all of producery, Jared Yamamoto. Oh, got lots of open mics from the weekend here, Eric. Oh, I'll bet they're all saying nice things about the host of the Von Hessler Doctrine. They sure That's are. usually the way it goes. <laughs> My bill's lost. I'm just going to give up football altogether. I'm going to give up football for the next year at least. I don't like the Democrats. I don't like the Republicans. I'm just not going to vote at all. I'm taking my vote and my ball and I'm going home. Eric, please, man, just grow up. Well, before that last comment, I would say that basically it's a good sur- summation of the themes of the show. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I got to give it to the guy. That's basically basically what's been going goat, on in my goat, life. Goat boy? Yeah, yeah he's a goat. It's not a child crying. Nah. Well, that was his. Maybe Eric. Maybe it was a goat crying. Maybe he considers me the greatest of all time, and it's <laughs> disappointing to hear the greatest of all time <laughs> whining on the radio. So I, I like could uh, optimism. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trying to put it together. I wouldn't call it optimism. I call it my uh, Sherlock Holmes like investigative, deductive abilities. Well, and maybe Eric, a bit. please, man, just grow up. Please, well, man. I'm going to be 60 in uh, hey, a couple of months. So, <laughs> hey, man. man. Hey, man. Hey, Thanks, baby. Sammy. <laughs> you know, you can always look on the other side of life, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I will say this: I uh, didn't uh, my experiment with can I not watch any football, and for a f- the rest of this year and then all of next year just to see how I feel. Um, didn't watch a second of either game yesterday, and there was some FOMO. It was you know what it reminded me. There was a couple of times where I was like, mm, maybe I should check in, you know, because this has been my habit since basically mm-hmm. 1972, and. Uh, so it's, I always say 40 years as a Bills fan, but it's really 50-some-odd years 
watching football. What Started it reminded me of me, didn't you? Joe Namath, you Even were mine. Even before my, the Bills. Yes, yes, you, you were mine. me. I was living down south, and I thought that uh, yeah. I thought New York meant all of New York State. How about this? The fact. How yes. about this? Yes, you quit, Na- quit watching football, but I get you into a really good supplemental insurance program. Listen, you know what? I, I appear to be of age for both. Maybe do you, you need and a ride I did the doctor. <laughs> I'm surprised you do, but I think uh, I could probably get to the doctor. But Josh Allen's not doing anything. Yeah, every. I don't think he's going to give me a ride, Joe. You know, uh, you know uh, our lives are getting to the point again where they're intersecting. You, you once again are speaking thing about things that I'm interested in. Almost you know? the six zero. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So uh, it reminds me the FOMO of it yesterday. Reminds me of it's hard to believe, but what's it been five, six, some odd years since I completely stopped watching any twenty four hour news stations, and for years and years since the mid nineties, really. Um, CNN and or Fox News had been on like wallpaper in the background because I tricked myself. I did this stupid thing that people in radio do. Like, well, that's what they're talking about, and I need to know that so that I can talk about the same thing. Whereas now I'm like, no, I wake up in the morning. What do I want to talk about? And that's my show. But for the longest time, when I first stopped listening to watching any 24-hour news, there was some FOMO. Like, What's going on? What are they saying on the five? It took a while, you know. So I had a little bit of that yesterday. What is Coop saying right now? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> what, what's uh, yeah? What, what are all these uh, wonderful pundits saying? So uh, I had a little bit of that yesterday, but uh, and my wife walked in the middle of the day or later, and she said, "Yeah, Kansas City won," and uh, and then she said something along the lines of. Well, at least we know the team that built our, that beat our team is the one that's moving on. This like, no, 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 no. I'm out of that business. I'm out of that business of consolation prizes. Forty years to the Buffalo Bills, over twenty years to the Atlanta Falcons. Look at the record. I don't want consolation oh, six prizes. Oh, Super Bowl. So what I've come to the realization is that um, you know it's like the Buddhists say that all misery is caused by desire. Remove desire, you remove misery. And uh, so I think what, I've, what I'm teaching myself is, as I go in my 60th year, completely remove the desire that one of my favorite teams wins the Super Bowl. Because the track record says, in this last chapter of my life, however long it happens, if we look at the other chapters of my life, it's very unlikely to happen. And also, uh, with Kansas City winning yesterday, it really kind of, I don't know, maybe the 49ers will win, but... Uh, Kyle Shanahan's get building kind of a Bills resume himself, you know, lost with Atlanta when he was the OC, then he went and lost with uh, the 49ers, so it's kind of a hard luck thing. Maybe they'll win. If they don't, and Kansas City wins, it only further puts out there what I'm doing with my life, which is, oh, we're in another decade where basically one fan base gets to have fun. And let me, this is there sour grapes? Yes. If I was in the Chiefs fan base, I would be having a blast. Good for them. But uh, no, I'm starting to feel good about it. Like nine, when your favorite team loses and it just makes you want to punch walls, remember this, 99.9% of the other human beings alive on the planet aren't even aware of it. So I want to join them. Call me. <laughs> Autumn Fisher, not even aware of it. But you might be about, aware through the show who's winning or whatever, but, but you don't care. the sports aspect, what about the love aspect? You know, Taylor and Travis celebrating oh, together out there. Travis Kelsey. Hey, with Taylor Swift. To the victors go everything. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> hey, 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 Phil. Life is good, huh, Phil? Yeah, life is good. It is. Yeah, another reason why I won't be attending your Super Bowl party, and I feel bad because it's kind of your housewarming party it at is. the same this time. It is. This is our housewarming but party. But I'm not watching... Uh, 
the Super Bowl, and then now you tell me that you're going to have, have of course, themes. well, you're a millennial, so we can't do anything without themes. What's so, the theme? Uh, the theme. Wear, wear your favorite jersey, uh, yes. or, uh, or, or, you or can, if, if you are not a fan of the NFL at all, you can dress up in your favorite Taylor Swift era. And that's the final straw. What if straw. I don't like either? Okay, well, you that's can just fine. dress as yourself. How but about this, a headdress? This is the final... <laughs> Good idea. This is, this is yeah. the final straw for me, because he's 34 years old, which means at his party, there will be a few 28-year-old or thereabouts women who are now suddenly, who have never, didn't know what Something the NFL was... Didn't know what the NFL was six months ago are now going to be talking to me about the NFL. Although I won't be there uh, <laughs> with your 28-year-old female friends who suddenly are all excited about the NFL. Could you just ask them one question for me? Well, sure. actually, two. I doubt you'll have to get to the second one. First one would be um, just in the middle of their whole thing. Uh, just say, could you describe to me the elements of a screen pass? That would be number one. Okay. And secondly, after if they're not, none of them are going to be able to do that. But if they do get to this, okay, one more. Um, could you tell me the difference? between a safety and a strong safety. Okay, so like a safety that's regular <laughs> yeah. is just like the one that is the safety, and then the strong safety is like the stronger one. Oh, so. Hey, you know what? Slam dunk. Nailed it, yeah. Thank Nailed you. It. Good, good also, job. Also, a screen pass is like when you have that, like if you have like an AMC or like a Regal, uh -huh. like you go to all the movies, right? and you get like the pass. So the screen pass gets you into all the all the all the games. Yes, yeah. I got you. No, no, like movies. Oh, like, oh, 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 after the games. Pass. After the games. What, no, now, I'm not. What are you talking? Well, about? I mean, I'm, I'm talking about movies. I, I understand that, but I'm saying. So at the movie theaters, right? I'm trying to like connect it these, to football these... a little bit somehow. Oh, you're talking about football? Yeah, yeah. That's what okay. I thought you were talking about. Well. No, because yeah. like you said, screen pass, and that's like movie screen pass. You know what I'm saying? I know you have at who least. Who is this guy? I know you <laughs> have at so least. so cute. Oh you my have God. at least one friend who is a Taylor Swift nut. Oh, geez. so I'm absolutely Abs not going to be at a Super Bowl party. But there's with that. multiple rooms, so we're going to have five TVs going. We're going to yeah. make How sure. How am I going to avoid the Super Bowl? With, I, what I'm telling you <laughs> is on, on Super Bowl Sunday, my. Uh, my, what I'm going to be doing is not watching one single second of any of the buildup or any. I'm not. When people are mad about the second uh, national anthem, won't be there. Sorry. Oh, Eric. <laughs> Can't get start angry. Start driving. Come to me. Ne whatever Sunday Super Bowl is, is it two next weeks. Sunday? It's in two okay, weeks. Two weeks. Come on up. Well, Let's get know. drunk. I'm, I, was I, got thinking, a, I got a really good bottle of tequila. I was thinking of maybe just going to a movie. It's a little nah. Closer. Come with me. <laughs> well, what, am I gonna, what am I going to do next week? Every sun, every Sunday, when my family comes over to watch the Bills, that's going to be the hard one. That's when it's going to be. I'm going to see more movies next year. I, I hope they're not worse than they've been this <laughs> that's year. That's why you need Screen Pass. <laughs> See, it all comes together. Thank you, Swifty. You're so welcome. Doug Turnbull says there's glass. As I've said, because I'm not only turning my back on NFL games, it's all of the other stuff I used to watch, all the analysis. So I'm filling that in with a lot of historical history documentaries. And uh, here's something I can tell you from the weekend when uh, you guys were watching these games. Okay. Something I noticed. Richard II looked a little bit like Elon Musk. Interesting piece of audio. I know that you set it up. Tim Andrews is another rant that Biden went on. He's screaming. He's screaming. But uh, I noticed um, something in there that maybe others haven't. So this is the one you just put in. So go ahead and. When he was commander, talk about Trump, of course. Refused to visit a cemetery, U.S. cemetery outside of Paris, for fallen American soldiers, and he referred to those heroes, and I quote. 
as suckers and losers. He actually said that. He said that. How dare he say that? How dare he talk about my son and all of us just like that? All right. So what I see there, if you think about it, how many people, how, but so he came down the elevator in 2015, That's right? right. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're eight years into this, right? Eight, nine, nine eight, nine, nine. years. Um, how many people do you suppose are left that uh, can be convinced by the president giving speeches? They were going to vote for Trump in 2024, but then they're like, you know what? The president makes a good point. This Trump, he does say too many mean things. Like how many people? are still open on that one. I think if you hate the way this guy doesn't have a filter and he says mean things, I think that you've been, you're in the other camp already. And if you're in MAGA, I don't see the Biden bringing it up is going to make you go, you know what, he is. He's a little too mean for me. I, was I on just the don't think. I was now. on, yeah, I was actually, I was going to vote for him, but you know, it's a good point. So why is this part of the rhetoric? And I think the reason it's part of the rhetoric is to remind the elements of the Democrat Party that research is showing them either aren't going to vote or just don't like Biden's, let's say his position on, oh, I don't know, the war that shall not be named if you want to keep your job. This is uh, not something that your CNNs are really covering a lot, but it's a big deal in Democrat circles. Everywhere Biden's going, he's getting protest, and he's telling them they're all Chinese or Russian or whatever. Um and so I think, it, and the young, who just generally find old people to be icky, <laughs> you know, so it seems to be like, why are we going over this ground again? I think whether, you're, whether you hate Trump or you love Trump, at this point you've digested and dealt with, he says mean things, he goes against protocol and the things that he, and he breaks all that. Why bring it up again? And the reason to bring it up again is, are you thinking of flirting with RFK JR? Because he's not going to win. And if you do that, you're going to make it more likely that this guy, remember this guy? Let me remind you. They're not trying to get independence. They're not trying to get, they're trying to do with this kind of rhetoric, I think, is to shore up their own base. Because the legacy media is doing a terrible job of letting you know how much the war that shall not be named if you want to keep your job is creating trouble in the base over there. And uh, so that's what I see it as. I, I, I can't believe for a moment that they think that uh, they're going to get some independence or MAGA people to jump off the train. And, you know, <laughs> that's it. I'm Biden. It doesn't, bad, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. Like, it, I look at this stuff now, and I said this a few weeks ago, and it's just so true because uh, uh, Trump is a billionaire. Our politics, I mean, I've mentioned that the country is actually run by billionaires and the military industrial complex. Military industrial complex ultimately has the ul- ultimate high hand because they know the dirt on all the billionaires. But we've gotten to a point now in America where everybody from every side just has their favorite billionaire. Soros or the Koch brothers or (laughs) Donald Trump, you know, Elon Musk. It's a sad situation that we're in. Who's your favorite billionaire? Doug Turnbull says there's a travel advisory on... So I guess X... The platform currently known as X is, uh, they've just blocked all searches of Taylor Swift because of the AI surge of fake graphic images. T-Swift. Allegedly, these are fake. Yeah, they're not. (laughs) The whole stadium did not. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right, so you say that those those are fakes. That was a celebration. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Those are fakes. 
And, uh, Kermit and Oscar were not involved. Of course, Elon Musk, who's uh, I thought he was the most hated person. I thought wouldn't he uh, wouldn't he delight in this, given his public image lately that uh, he just want apparently. He, so you can't even look her up. So my guess is that's it. It's over. They've defeated social media. These images will never be seen again. Oh, happy day. Let's do this. <laughs> I didn't know you had flies in Iowa. I hate flies. Now, I'll get in trouble for saying that. Cruelty to animals. No, it's true. And, and, and Joan, Shingang, Shingang's password. Shanga, Koala. If you, in a lab, put atrazine in, in, a, in a, a, a tank full of frogs, it will chemically castrate and force, forcibly uh, uh, feminize every frog in there. And Trail mix. You know what I find is that the uh, the actual segment is never any better than that sounder. Yeah, I think that's about or as longer. Good. It's or longer. It's uh, <laughs> but it's you know, I think I've just uh, maybe this is the first time in many times maybe the RFKJR thing didn't take me over the top. But then again, maybe it's my mood. I don't well, know. I have an RFKJR story. You have an RFK? Is he so? What is he? He's running as an independent. Yes, he's running as how an many be a libertarian? Is that how it is? Yes, because you know the libertarians share the same ideas I have. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think about economics. Maybe on some other. It doesn't even matter anymore. There's just the ins and the outs, and that's all there is. And just a, a few people on the outs in their own different way are going to try to defeat the ins, and, and that's it. Doesn't even matter. And it's already determined who's going to win. And I never got bitten that's by right. a bat. Yep. Wait, what happened? What, what What have you been reading? What it's all all been I'm determined. just assuming based on everything in the world being are, are so you, annoying. I'm you, sure it's already done. It's Are you written. and you and George Clark dating? What's going on? We've <laughs> been talking about <laughs> <like laughs> <nights. laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl. The winner of the Super Bowl's already determined. Uh, red-pilled autumn. Hey, it's you know done. what? They're finding out in science that the concept of free will probably is, isn't even real. So, See? Uh, you know, listen. I live by the Doris See? Day worldview. Que sera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. I just I hope it doesn't include nukes. What? <laughs> I live by the the. Uh, is that all there is? Yes. See, you're is still. Is that in, all there is? You're still. Is that Brenda Lee? You're still in the Brenda Lee. Is no. it Brenda Lee? Who is it? Who does is that it? all that's there? That's Rose is. Garden. Yeah, I don't know Brenda. No, Lee. Brenda Lee's not Rose Garden. It's not. Who's no, that? That's, no. uh, that's a Nashville singer, one-off singer. Can't remember who it was. Uh, I beg your pardon. I, I never, never promised you. Peggy Lee Rose is that Garden. all there is? Peggy, uh, not Brenda Lee. Peggy ah. Lee. The Lee family. The Lee, well, there's a different, there's a broad family. Yeah. Don't Robert E. Lee. You call her broad? Yeah. Robert E. Lee. He had a yes. lot of hits. Well, he was a very funny. I mean, he, was a, he was kind of a vaudevillian, <laughs> as I recall. If I'd like so. RFK Jr., though, was in the headlines. As soon as we got off the air on Friday, there was a report that came out that Trump was considering to have him as his running mate. Oh, come on. And then quickly, the Trump campaign came out on Saturday and said these allegations are completely false. Allegations? I think, though, there's a speculation. I guess speculation. Excuse me. There's nothing illegal about The speculation of RFK Jr. being the VP candidate were immediately squashed by the by the Trump campaign. But that would have been interesting to have Trump and RFK Jr. You don't believe in that frog stuff, Trump, huh? Well, I don't know any gay frogs. I mean, I've hung out with Kermit. Uh, you know, he, he likes chicks. I mean, they're pigs, but he likes chicks. He seems like a straight-laced dude. Yeah, yeah uh, but listen, I mean, I'll take what I can get, you know, yeah. but he's too old. He's too I old. need a woman, a young woman who's going to appeal to millennials. T-Swift? 
Uh, you gonna go with T Swift? I would take her. It's it's too much. I, I seen I saw an article. This is the first one today that uh, Taylor Swift may be able to um, uh, have the ultimate influence on the next election. Yeah, because they did some sort of poll where a bunch of people said more than you could, more than you would imagine. Yeah. Said yeah. Well, well, whoever she picks, I'm gonna pick. And then I, on one hand, I said, well, it's America. Of course. I mean, this is we're not a serious nation any longer. We're, we're not to be taken seriously. We have this huge military that's all over the world. But, I mean, we are a joke. Look at our politics over the last 8, 10 years, the way that we act toward one another, this ridiculous talk of civil war. And we're just, we're $34 trillion in debt. We went to the moon in 69, and a couple of years after that, we, can't, we couldn't get there now if we had a rope. And, you know, just lassoed the damn thing. We wouldn't be able to get back up. We're not a serious nation. Like we're not George a. We're, yeah, like George Bailey lassoed the moon for his sweetheart. We're not to be uh, taken seriously. And so uh, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't surprise me that this many people say, I can't remember the exact. I have it's one article. fifth. It's one, one, one fifth. fifth. Like, oh, oh th- whoever Taylor Swift. And then, by the way, these are people who are so dumb. That they think there's some kind of question as to who she would endorse. Yeah. <laughs> like there's any chance she would say, hey, you know what? I'm a MAGA mom. Or she's not a mom. I'm a ma- I mean, that there's would be absolutely. Now, that would make some news uh, there. There's no question there. So, I mean, th- these people are so dumb that they need her to say something. Like everybody knows who she's voting for and she will vote because that's her civic responsibility. Well, of course she would uh, support Biden because he's just out there making so much sense. This is what he said yesterday on on the trail, guys. That American consumers are facing real confidence in their economy we're building. Let me tell you who else is noticing that. Oh, stop. Donald Trump. That they're facing confidence? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. I, okay. No. I, I. I get what he's saying because if you look at the numbers, the numbers are very good. It hasn't trickled down to the average person yet. I get it. All Listen right. to what he refers to Trump as in particular. That American consumers are facing real confidence in their economy we're building. Let me tell you who else is noticing that. Donald Trump. Did you see what he recently said about that? Wants the, the, he wants to see the economy crash this year. A sitting president. Well, he's not a sitting president. Does he say in my face, bless me, Father. Oh, whatever. <laughs> he's not a sitting bless president. Bless me, Father. Bless me, sitting president. Nice to give you. Oh, for heaven's sake. I ain't for luck. He's here like he can't have a third turn. It's all about you. I'll say it again. <laughs> well, say it again. Just say it again. He can't have a sitting president. He can't say for an economy crash. Yeah. Crash. Mega. Put a 20 American finding. Mega. No, it's going to scare me. Yeah, we're just not a serious country anymore. We're just we're we're buffoons. We're we're buffoons Maga. with a lot. We are like a really really dumb kid who's the strongest, and so like just kind of date is like we can hurt anybody, but we have no. We live in a time where the idea of like reason and nuance in a in an art in a conversation is considered radical. How do you know that? We're just not a serious country. I mean, we got a lot of power. But we're not to be taken seriously. I don't know. We're buffoons. You're just sitting right for money. That's right. As Joe, as Joe says. Doug Turnbull says there's a travel advisor. Did you see what he recently said about that he, he wants to see the economy crash this year? Uh, by the way, and yeah. I said this before, 
Trump just said out loud what every person that is the nominee for president that's not in, that's not an incumbent, that's trying to knock the incumbent out, they all wish. You think that they're running for president wishing, you know what, I hope that we have the best year in the history of America while I'm running against this president. I mean, he just, he said out loud what every campaign wishes for. You know, that's the way that, no, they don't, you know, they don't want the thing to go to hell in a handbasket so they can't bring it back. But they would, if you ask anybody who's running for president, it's not the incumbent, you know, hey, you want October or November to be like the worst economic months of the year? If they were if they were being truthful, they'd say yes, absolutely. It was the, the, he wants to see the, the economy guy, guy, guy. crash this year. All that sitting president. Oh, he's a sitting president, apparently. Yeah, he's a oh, sitting so. president. You know, look, <laughs> sitting president of the United States, hoping that kind of class. Yeah. Back and back and back. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the MAGA president isn't going to keep us out of World War Three ever either. You know, I mean, how dare he say that? Oh, yeah. Okay, Grandpa. <laughs> hey. You're a grandpa. It's scary when grandpa gets mad. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of grandkids. One I don't care for. (laughs) Said that. How dare he say that? (laughs) How dare you have not once met your granddaughter? Did they finally go to the White House at some point? I think if they finally have met her. a box of cookies. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other side. See, here's the problem is when you're telling the world that the other guy's an existential threat, you need to kind of be saint-like. I love when Biden's like, he's a billionaire and he wants to make things like billion. I got an idea, Joe Biden. Don't take one effing penny from a billionaire. If that's how you feel, do you feel like the billionaires that are giving you money are giving it to you so that you can do everything you can to limit their power? Can Talk about somebody told me to grow up. How about oligarchs in Eastern Europe? We have well. Can I, I take don't know. it from them? Can I have one of their yachts? <laughs> All right, I got, I've got, I got a, few. a bunch of them. Yeah, okay. Can I have one of them? Yeah. yeah, what, what the, the hell? Will you vote for he me? He wants to see the economy no. crash this I'm not vo- year. I'm not voting for anybody. Okay, you can have one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, on the The campaign. joke about that, by the way, is that it costs so much to maintain these yachts. They can never be shut down. The uh, the the heating, the air conditioning, all has to be on all the time. And what we've done is we've just taken on these responsibilities for these uh, super yachts from Russian oligarchs. It's costing us an arm and a leg, and they're just sitting there. Below uh, deck Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Got a reality show. Yeah. Autumn will be a big fan. She could be a well, absolutely in. Uh, somebody that's trying to knock you off and trying to knock, knock Trump off. Uh, Nikki Haley, she's not giving up, guys. Let me just I'm, make you're sure delu- we get I'm an delusional. answer, though, Ambassador Haley, because this is your home state. You were governor South in the Carolina, state of South Carolina. That's right. I'm going to beat the hell out of them. That's what she's going to say, right? I'm going to beat the hell out of them. Is it do or die? <laughs> I think I need to do better than I did in New Hampshire. So yeah. this is a building your home state. situation. Do you need to win, Ambassador? Do you need to actually... I think I need to say you need to do better, but don't you need to win your home state to show that you can win a state, win your home state, and really no. put some delegates no. on brain. the map for no. yourself? No. Well, we've got 17 delegates. He's <laughs> got 32. I'd say that's... Over no, no, over. no, you don't need, no, you know, we don't need to do that. I guess whatever the billionaire donors that are giving me the money tell me to do, that's what I'll do. Doug Turnbull is up and over a travel advisory. Hey, we got 10-second tease here, President Biden. What do you got? All right, we're coming up next. Mailbag and a phone. He's got a thing on a phone. Hey, dial A. Leave a message open. I'll open your mic. It's open. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. 
On a sad note, I do want to say that my heart is broken for the uh, three soldiers who were killed in Jordan over the weekend. We say it was an Iranian drone. Iran says it wasn't. That'll play itself out over the next few days. But uh, I just want to say, just so people know, because I always, uh, <clears throat> you know, want the audience to know where I stand. And they can choose to be upset with me even. That's fine. I just want to be transparent. Um, you know, I just feel sad as can be for these three soldiers. And that's all that I'm going to be saying on, <clears throat> on what's happening now. And I've kind of warned a little bit about what's happening. But... Uh, as I said before, you know, when reason and nuance are considered to be radical speech, and that's where we are, technically we still do have free speech in this country. I understand that. Constitutionally, we have free speech. Um, but we do not live in an age that welcomes conversation, full conversation, uh, <clears throat> with nuance and reason and logic. And so, yeah, you can... We still technically have free speech if you want to lose your job, if you're willing to lose your job. That's not a, uh, a door charge I'm willing to pay to get in. Um, I kind of think of it as my birthright, but I'm also uh, aware of uh, the way Americans are. And the charge has started. Uh, this can only end in World War III, which is, uh, you know, they said uh, the war to end all wars. Was that World War I? That didn't turn out to be true because it was a World War II. Um, but uh, World War III would be the war to end humanity. And uh, it should not be a surprise to you that leadership from both sides, including MAGA, have us at, you know, the same leadership that puts you $34 trillion in debt um, can never seem to actually pass a budget, doesn't seem to be able to do anything. Should be no surprise that this generation of leaders would be the one marching us into a completely unnecessary World War III. But that's as far as I'm going to go, because um, the war drums are a-going, your media is all on board, as they always are, and uh, most of you listening to me are going to be uh, hands uh, uh, clenched, fists in the air, ready to go. And uh, as I've said if this show just ends up being the dance band on the Titanic, that's fine with me. I don't think we're not influencers. We're not going to change the argument. And we're also not going to lose our job for no good reason. So when it comes to uh, three U.S. soldiers giving their life, um, that's what I'll speak about. That's what affects me. Um, but anything wider than that, um, you've shown through your behavior that's a conversation you don't want to hear. So... Strike up the band for the dance band on the Titanic, known as the Von Hessler Doctrine. Let's do this. Mailbag, the open mics, Facebook messages, and emails we've collected from the week. Woo! After what I just said, that seemed like a pretty wacky... Yeah. That was, a, that was, that was quite a wacky turn. It's like, uh, like you're watching the circuit, the three-ring circus, and right after the lion tamer, like the, the clowns in the car, don't get the word that the lion tamer just had his arm ripped off and eaten by a lion, and they come... And while we're at it, how do they all fit inside of that tiny car? I still have figured it out. Well, I went a few nights. It turns out the car stops at exactly the same place on the floor. Uh, I think there might. I can't quite figure it out, but I'm making my way toward it. One yes. Time I well, went yes. to the circus. Oh, uh, yeah. And? And I saw 
the lions and the elephants. And I thought, is that all there is? I know there's only seven people who would know what the hell you're talking about, <laughs> but that is such a great impression of, was it Brenda or Peggy? Peggy Lee. Whoever. Whoever. Yeah. Whichever Lee's. Lee it was. <laughs> the better fantastic. Lee. By the way, in a Martin Scorsese movie that no one talks about that's fantastic called After Hours, not that it was made for that, but it's featured in there, and it's fantastic. Mm. Nobody talks about this. He made a couple in a row in the 80s, King of Comedy with De Niro and, uh, and After Hours, and I guess they're seen as lessers because they're not epics, but After Hours is... Fantastic. First of all, I love movies that are all about all happen in one day. I love American graffiti. I love movies that happen all in one day, slice of life. And there you go. That's my recommendation. I watched um, while we're on movies rather than open mics because that's my mood. Well, it's uh, also uh, Facebook messages, Instagram messages. That's true. Tweets and emails too. And they'll this all have to wait. Them. As I say that uh, I watched a couple of movies over the weekend. One was very good but very difficult to watch. Love and Mercy about Brian Wilson in The Beach Boys. Very, very good, but very difficult. How these guys came up with... There's like, hey, let's go to the beach and have fun out of what was going on behind the scenes, which I was aware of, but uh, it's well played. And then I watched the American version of uh, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which was oh, yeah, yeah. That David Fincher. Story. I'm going into a... It's like 2012. Like wow. I'm into a David Goodness. Fincher thing. Now, good movie, a little long, <laughs> a little long. I just, it kind of kept having like that, like I've always had a problem with Vertigo. I feel like it has this third act that I wasn't asking for, <laughs> and I can't understand why everybody loves it so much. There's a little bit of that. It's like, I've oh, never yeah. watched the American ones, I've just, or the English ones. I've just watched the originals. Is it good? Yeah, like, no, yeah, no, it's Fincher, you know, yeah. so it's really good. It's really good, but it's just like, it's just got this, just when you think the whole thing is resolved, it's like... No, I don't think it happened that way. Now we're off on a whole other thing. I thought this was over. But uh, very good. Love and Mercy. Watch it, man. It's, it's difficult, though. Difficult to watch. Well, Everything some, going on inside of this dude's brain. Some of the open micers are picking up on your new love for watching movies now with your extra free time and your yes. shows that you're watching, including this one here. Hey, Von Hessler, Doctrine. Uh, you guys Wait, stop for a second. Friday. Is he yeah. talking to me, Von Hessler, or is he talking to all of us? Mm -hmm. Hey, because hey, Von Hessler. Yeah, I think it's Autumn. <laughs> I okay. think so too. Go ahead. Hey, Von Hessler, Doctor. Uh, <laughs> you guys were talking on Friday about very few people you meet these days named Flavius. What about Flava Flav? Do you think <laughs> his name is actually Flavius Flav on his birth certificate? <laughs> I'm just saying. It okay. is 10:19 a.m. and the barometric pressure is 30.2, which is normal. Appreciate the update. Nice to be normal. My guess, no. <laughs> Everyone knows that his real name is William Jonathan Drayton Jr. Obviously. Everyone knows that. And he was that. a child prodigy. And his father knew that because he had the same name. Exactly. So, there you go. Flavor, <laughs> <He was no. laughs> There were a lot, lot more guys named Flavius back in the Roman days. I gotta tell you. How does a name become be that popular? Does that mean one day Michael will just be gone? Probably. Yeah. Like to us, we just think about Michael. It's all over the place. Oh, I, 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 have a, I have a joke for you. Is it clean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it like a Dixie cup joke? Hey, just say, what is it? <laughs> well, I just want to make sure that I'm going to have a job. I mean, go ahead. Uh, people aren't named Lance anymore. People used to be named Lance a lot. Oh. oh. Thank you. I think that, you know, if I would have done that, I, immediately Autumn would have said, dad joke. Yeah. Well, it is a dad joke. It well, makes the laughter boil over. Oh, 
See, once you start it, it can't stop. That's the problem. Would you like another open mic? I would love one. Okay. Anything. Get me out of this <laughs> wordplay hell. Yeah, let's joust with another topic here. <laughs> we have talked a lot about this idea of a civil war happening because of everything that's going on. I'm not talking about it. I'm saying there's a bunch of idiots out there. Everybody's talking about it. A lot more people than I want to be talking about it. But as I've said. We have been commentating on it, not taking a side one way or the other. But this Oh, I'm taking a side. My side is that's a stupid idea. Well, this guy is convinced this is how it's going to happen. This is the way the federal government is going to take over Texas. No American soldier will fire on another American soldier. They're going to ask the UN to send in well, United Nations sense. troops, oh and that's how they're going to do it. Uh, yeah, that's okay. okay. I'll tell you what, man. We have the smartest listeners. I mean, they're <laughs> their political analysis. Like, I know for a fact that that guy wasn't parroting. So, no, he was saying exactly what he heard somewhere else. He didn't wake up and put this all together himself. He listens to something or somebody who said that to him, and then he flapped his lips and went, blah, 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 which is American discourse these days. He wasn't done, though. He left a, a second of oh, mic that I'll sure play on the other I, side. Well, do I really have to hear more? <laughs> maybe he can convince a, you on the second one. Oh, give, maybe. Give him a shot, Probably right? not. Give, give him a shot. He's right here. Come oh, on. Oh, give, him, fantastic. give him a shot. You got more to say? Or you I got more, more to say. Right? I think maybe you should uh, pay attention <laughs> to what the I'm The League of it. Nations yeah. is going to come back and they're going to put their going to put their headquarters right there in Austin. <laughs> Doug Turnbull says the travel advisory. Good looking dude. Thank you. All those no, no, that's not <laughs> talking about the actor. I said thank you. You're welcome. You're a good-looking dude, thank Tim you. Andrews. Appreciate that. Very photogenic. Get a you. haircut and a shave, though. Yeah. You're starting to get a little bit older. Shaggy. Yeah. You're getting, yeah. Well, you're letting yourself go. Yep. Is that what you're doing? Sure. You're just letting yourself go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the plan? Yep. <laughs> I got an almost three-year-old running me ragged. I that's right. That should be building up your stamina. Yes. That'll age. No, no, that's going to age yeah. you. Yeah. Look at yeah. Autumn. Yeah. yeah look, look what at it me. did to her. Haggard. She got that's, younger looking. Well, that's true. After the Ozempic. Oh. Uh, we go Ozempic. or whatever. All of that was because of other things. I know. No, no. There was a real reason. You were pre- <laughs> pre-diabetic, I'm sure. <laughs> Well, you were, oh, yes. You were working That's on pre-diabetes, boy. Mm. You were rolling around with some pre-diabetes. Huh? More Skittles. I can see why. <laughs> you're eating too many Skittles. Mm-hmm. How much do you eat now since you're on this uh, <laughs> Ozempic-like drug? Well, sometimes I just smell something. I'm so full. <laughs> I can't understand how people are losing weight. <laughs> so much weight. You'll never eat again. Brilliant yeah, idea. Like, Why did this? There's a hole in the wooden floor, yeah. and I fell right through it. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got more open mics yeah, and Mitch such? Poor Civil War guy uh, has more <laughs> oh, to no, say. Oh, no, this guy. Yeah, come on. Listen. None of you oh, have why? to believe me, no, but I, I just want this Good. for the record. Okay, this for the record. You're on the record. Somebody write it down. Uh, the United <laughs> Nations is going to take over Texas. That are sending troops to Texas. You sound like a blast. Are going to be charged you sound like a guy. with overthrowing the government. This guy sounds like he'd be fun to hang around with. Doesn't he? Like, just be a blast, just to, just to kick back with. And just totally not laugh. Lindsey Graham at all. You do, you do have a little Lindsey Graham. No, I don't. I'm not Lindsey Graham. I believe that you have a white Bomb him now. <laughs> None of you have to believe me. All right, me, I believe you. I the United Nations will be taking over Austin. Okay. They will. All right. We'll see. Hey, you know what? You'll have the last laugh. You'll have the last. Is there anybody and else? And I'll be laughing at you. I know you will. I know you when will. When they make Lloyd Austin president of Austin. No. 
Is he even around? Has anybody seen Lloyd I Austin have. in the last <laughs> you have. Where have three you weeks? Him? On TV. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm, just, I'm just glad that he made sure that the record was stated there. Yeah, we, well, we need to be on the record. You know, not enough people are willing to go on the record. So they do it. I tip my cap to you, even though I'm not wearing one. I tip my proverbial cap to you. Now we'll go over to Instagram for a second. I don't know why it's proverbial. I mean, it's like proverbs. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Josh on Instagram says, is there Allen? Any- I hope not. <laughs> not Josh Allen. Josh M. here. He asks, if there's any chance that you'll be able to jump back on the libertarian bandwagon. I don't see myself getting on any bandwagon for any... You know what I'm a fan of? The Beatles. They never let me down. Other than that... Don't I do- let me I, Yeah, down. see, I... And he never does. And so I, I no, I'm not getting libertarian. Listen, as I've said, in this hedge fund world that we're, we're in now, that where uh, one or two, three, four firms are able to buy up everything. I don't know. What's the other thing? Public. Uh, it's not all hedge funds. It's the other thing I can't think of. But these uh, libertarianism doesn't work. You know, it's not true. The story I was told about rising tide, lifting all boats... Maybe it was true for a long time, but not with Blackstone and BlackRock and all these. This is, uh, you know, this is the way that it is. And I don't know if we were naive as libertarians not to see the natural progression to a BlackRock and Blackstone, or if it's just a BlackRock event, a BlackRock swan event. But it's here now, and it's not working. It's not working. Money just keeps ending up more and more in fewer hands. And uh, there's a there's a gap between the rich and the poor. The beetle which, gap. Yes, the beetle gap, which I think if you look in history usually leads to, uh, you know, trouble. None of you have to believe me. I don't. But I just want this for the record. You're on the record. <laughs> Doug Turnbull says it's still bad on 75 75- Yeah, it's not just hedge funds. It's private equity and uh, everything that these types of corporate corporations are doing is... Uh, I don't know. They might be good people, and they might be good parents. I don't know. But the way that they are becoming wealthy is sick and disturbing, and it's destroying the middle class of this country. Um, Want more evidence that nothing means anything anymore? Ben Shapiro's rap debut, Facts, is the number one song in the country, which means it's not very difficult to become the number one song in the country. Maybe we should listen to a little bit of this number one song in America. Ben Shapiro, rapper. He's with another rapper, but I don't know who that is. This guy does a lot of like right-wing rap songs. Nothing like right-wing oh, rap. Oh, yeah, that's the best. My goodness, Wholesome. man. I listen to it all <laughs> night long. Me too. It's just amazing to me. Bring back the flag and the eagle. Sure. They got a rap. They got a rhyme, flag, and eagle. It's hard, not easy to do because like Beagle, well, that's not going to work. Eagle is hard to rap. It's I would imagine hard to pull up a thesaurus on, on, uh, or or um, synonyms, on eagle, or just anything. A rhyming dictionary. I, I would think eagle is difficult. Flag is easy. Weasel. I love Schmeagle from Lord <laughs> yeah, of the see, Rings. Kind of difficult. Favorite. Regal, Easel. seagull, illegal. Regal, regal. Oh, steeple. That works. Oh, steeple. Oh. steeple work? Bring it all back. Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, eagle. A national. You know. Eagle. Fecal. See, that's where you don't want to go. Illegal. Well, you know, sometimes you have to. Don't get me wrong. There's no seagull, choice. Paralegal. I- illegals. Yeah, it can be done. 
Now, do rappers sit down with uh, rhyming dictionaries a lot, or do you think it just all comes no. like this? I, I think most of it's storytelling. Springsteen oh. used to. Of course you have you to. take a thesaurus I might, I, look, I might believe that the first rap album is all spontaneous, but you get to the fifth or sixth album, you're pulling out that, you're pulling out that rhyming dictionary. Nothing wrong with it. All right, what do you have here for me? Here's a little Ben Shapiro rap. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like Liz, my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yarmulke. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison. I'm on television. Dog, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke parents. And I make raps off compound interest. Y'all live. Shut up. It's so bad. God. It's That's all real, so real bad. bad. First of all, I'm not interested in anybody who's rapping to me to let me know how great they are. Right there. <laughs> I Are you great? You need to know how great I am. I find you uninteresting. Listening to people brag about how great they are, well, think of yourself at a party with eight to ten people, and one person just keeps telling everybody else <laughs> about their exploits and how great they are. Do the other eight fall in love with this one person normally? I don't think so. If you think you're great enough that you should rap to me about how great you are, right from the start there, I know that you, you're not somebody I'm going to find interesting. <laughs> I simply don't care. Because I'm y'all don't know. There's a reason I don't know. You're not interesting. That's, that's why I don't know. But Ben Shapiro speaks. Build something, invent something, you know, whatever. Or write a love song about some gal that you loved or guy and uh, it got away. At least and it with, broke your heart. At least, Something along those lines. I love myself. Yeah, My baby is Ben Shapiro. Yeah. I love myself. And then he goes in there, I got this and I got that and you're that. Shut up. You're blowing up my TikTok. Shut up. Blowing up my TikTok. <laughs> he speaks so fast that it makes sense for him to jump you in. You may not game. be this, you may not be that, but you are a douchebag. Ben Shapiro, he's a hero. No superhero. <laughs> Robert De Niro. <laughs> Quit making fakes of my sister. <laughs> Right behind him on the charts, though. Uh, you guys saw, did you guys listen to the new Justin Timberlake single? No, oh, I, I didn't. have. Yeah, no. why would I care about the new Justin well, Timberlake this, symbol, this single? Deal. I didn't he, care about the last one. He unveiled this in Memphis and oh, where, where he's from, and it's it's oh, taken off fantastic. the charts right now. I used to live in Memphis. Maybe I'll like it. It's called Selfish. Oh. Sounds different. That's oh, a little snippet. Everything right sounds the same. But the Britney Spears. Everything people. sounds. The same. We live in a producer's world, right? The stars right. are the producers because they the sound is just and uh, enjoy like not Justin Timberlake. He's an actor. He's been around, but uh, anybody who's like a young lady, twenty three, twenty four, who has a hit song, good luck. Because your hit song sounds just like the other girl from two years ago, and it's the producers. Good luck. Good luck somehow keeping that that going. If you're one of these 24-year-olds who has a hit song with 20 writers on it. Look out, Taylor. Hey, the Britney Spears people are upset. melody again. At least there's a little melody. Katy Perry was fun. She was fun. Then she just gave up. Yeah. Well, Britney American Idol, they broke her. The Britney Spears fans are are coming after Justin Timberlake by by liking her song and listening to her song. Who cares about these people and turning a war against real? It can't be real. It's true. Look at the charts. She can't leave her house. It's just to build up like interest into his stupid song. Nobody cares. It's dumb. It's all fake. I don't want you to play a song that's 15 years old for me. I don't care. I don't care. Nobody cares. Do it on the nightcap or the. 
Millennial Report. I don't care about these people. They're not interesting with their beefs and their whatever. First of all, she has a mental condition, okay? She has a mental condition. If you praise her for what she's doing, you're sick. And if you mock her for what she's doing, you're sick. She has a mental condition. You didn't help her when you got her away from her father. You hurt her. Okay? You feel good about yourself? What's, You're sick. What's interesting is she's basically come out and kind of denied what the fans have been trying to do. The fans have been trying to make this war out, like that it's Britney versus oh, Justin. Oh, come still. on. But, but she's come out and said, I support Justin. I think I See, went a little too far. Along with her mental condition, she just released a book, and now she's apologizing for yeah. because the mental condition that I'm talking about takes you from one end to the other, and that's all that I will say. And if you are in favor of her and support, blah, 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 free Britney, you're sick. And if you <laughs> mock her, you're sick because she has a mental condition. It's genuine, and people should just respect that. Well, between that... God for bit. Did I just lose an audience? <laughs> he just said I should respect somebody. <laughs> that ain't fun. So come on, modern music isn't that bad. You got Shapiro. Let's look at the stats. I've got the oh, facts. Yeah. My money's like this, so my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't he be a whack. Dog, it's a yamaka. Homie, no cap. Look at the grass. Look Stop! <laughs> what does Britney think of it? I don't care. <laughs> I said no one's allowed to make fun. I didn't. I just made he made a sound. noise that which could be interpreted by some in the audience. No, it's the and sound that she makes in her song. And I know, no, I know, I know. Oh, that's, all, that's, all, that's, yeah. all, that's all. That's Autumn's all. That's all. being that's toxic. All. She is. She's that's being. All. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I want to apologize. That's Britney Spears, Eric. That's a Britney Spears. For song. this, <gasps> that's the, true. It is. It's a big one. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about There's these dual people. meaning. <laughs> Doug Turnbull <laughs> has the latest update from Cobb County. This I care about because people are trying to get home. We're talking about bugs. <laughs> you got bugs at his new house. Got these uh, box elder bugs. Got a boot? Box elder. Yeah, I mean, basically today when I stepped outside, like the sun rises kind of on our front door on the east side. Yeah. And these box elder bugs cover like the bottom area of my door. And they're harmless, but there's just a lot of them. No, and if you don't get rid of them, however you got to get rid of them, uh, there'll be, you know, there'll be one flying around your room at one o'clock in the morning, annoying, <laughs> clacking all over the place. <laughs> so you got to do something. The, the uh, the stink bugs to me. Is oh, like I know those are like, annoying. They're just annoying. I but never smell the stink bugs. Uh, me either. I, me, I didn't for a long time, and now I started to. But uh, the smell that <laughs> it's an acquired no, scent. It's, I don't know the smell they put out is to other stink bugs. Apparently, if you kill them in the wrong way, you'll actually attract more stink bugs. I don't kill them. I think they're cute. Oh I like my! Their, oh my! I like God, their big. I like their big weird legs. Oh, you're weird. But <laughs> no, what I do, what I do like about them is that they are the opposite of flies. They are the easiest bugs to kill. Yes. I mean, They're you can so walk stupid. up, and you can be yelling, I'm coming to kill you, bang, 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 ha, ha, and they just sit there. And uh, my method is uh, lots of toilet paper, crunch that thing up, flush, flush it, down, it down, flush it down the toilet. So I have a tip when they for fly you to kill around, fly. they're annoying, yes? I have a tip for you to kill a fly. Because flies move so quickly, their world is super fast. Yeah. So when you try and come at them super fast, they're really good at dodging it. But if you come at them really slow, then you can get them. All right. So I should take my stink bug uh, sort of demeanor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Take it to, I don't deal with you flies. You could probably, if you're brave enough, you could probably take a toilet paper and slowly go above a fly and yeah, get it. They're not as fun. They don't crack like the. Uh, I just hang those sticky see, things from the ceiling. Well, here's the thing. That was Aren't my you life. impressed with my cool thing I just I am very impressed. Just rolling but, right over. Oh, well, that's how the show goes. We roll, you know, we kind of roll you, through. I want you to think that's neat. Well, that was fantastic. Autumn, you're great. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm no, going to use great. that. My life has been changed. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Thank you. But Thank we do have to move forward. Yeah. I will no, say this. No, we don't. She's so no. wonderful. She's living that world. Ever, do we like Autumn? We love Autumn. <laughs> I like how she kills them. You know, I hope the truth. Uh, you she don't like flies. Them. I don't so like flies. She kills so, them slowly. So, uh, Killing them slowly with her toilet paper That's is a right. great song. Um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. You're going to talk about the strips that hang down. No, from- no, I was going to say, in my life, I have gotten to a point, I guess financially, where I don't really deal with flies in the house that much. Most of my life when I was growing up, uh, I, we had flies and we had those strips. Yeah. Like how gross. They were nasty. When I was a kid. So just disgusting. got dead flies on this <laughs> strip. Hanging. And of then glue. like somewhere around 1973, it changed to that box where they fly uh-huh. in and they die in the box. But I, I, I specifically remember Wolcott, New York, 19 winter, winter, I believe, of 1972. These things hanging all over our house, dead flies clinging to them. How disgusting. Ew. It's a good reason. I looked around that and I said, no one else around here seems to want to make any money whatsoever. I'm starting to think it might be a good idea. <laughs> maybe maybe I could live in a house where there aren't, you know, 75 <laughs> struggling or dead flies <laughs> hanging off of tape. <laughs> That's a dream yeah. that I could engage in. I, I, like, I like to, you know, you don't get it all. But, it's good uh, to dream big. I was able to, uh, I, for the most part, realize that dream. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's the first chapter of my my book, my autobiography, from flies to radio. Second chapter, stink bugs. Oh, stink bugs! I got a lot to say about stink bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying as hell, but the easiest bug to kill in the history of killing bugs. Nah, it's too many. It's too wordy. Uh, well, well, no, that's how the that's how. Uh, haven't you seen a book lately? They'll have like a, a oh, you're title right. okay, and then like perfect. the subtitles like a paragraph <laughs> yeah. long. So we got ourselves a, a bestseller here. Doug Turnbull says there's a new travel advisory on hour three of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now with a little advice, some bug advice from social media. Yeah, Michael says on Facebook, uh, hey, Tim. Please tell them to capture stink bugs with a wet tissue, and they will not stink. Then just flush them, and don't crush them. And don't crush them. Flush, I guess don't by crush. crush, flush, don't crush. Yes. I like that. Because if you're crushing them, all, as much as it feels like, yeah, how about that? Yeah. Go tell your friends about that. Yeah. Tell them what happens when you come into Eric Von Hessler's house. I guess that's probably releasing the stink. Yep. Speaking of releasing the stink, let's do this. <laughs> or not. Let's do that. You know what? Let's do the other thing. Monday stories. Man, I forgot that there. I think there needs to be a little more meat on developed on those bones. <laughs> yeah. We don't even say with Greg Russ. Greg Russ is here with us on Monday stories. How about that, Greg Russ? If, yes, that sounder is the stink, not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Well, you know what? Let's do with it what we can. Nice. We've only been doing Monday stories. Here, for I got weeks. you guys. Monday stories. Listen to me, the stats. I've got the facts. No, my money like this, and my pockets are fat. <laughs> No Shapiro rapping. This is no douchebag Monday. Did you not know that? Too late. <laughs> yeah. 
We'll start next week. Okay. <laughs> no douchebag Monday. Uh, Greg Rush, you are here on a Monday with Monday stories. I thought we were going to do a, oh, one day we'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for next Monday. We'll have your mamas and papas opening. I promise you, Greg Rush. That's a promise from me to you. Greg are Rush. Are you creating it or are you throwing that to Jerry? I'm going to create it. From top to okay. bottom. So uh, you and I, this is kind of an anniversary for us. Uh, do you know why? The 29th of January. Figures. You know, you only is get married the, uh, once. Is it the uh, the ice storm? <laughs> it is. Yesterday. The ice storm. Ten years. Where we, where we uh, helped people on a icy hill until some other guy showed up, and he had to be the guy who called out the shots. Yes. I'm the manager of this site now, and then we both said, let's get after it. There was an argument developing, but we did spend about, I would say about an hour or an hour and a half being good citizens, helping push cars up and over the hill. And then, as uh, as Greg said, somewhere about an hour and a half in, somebody else showed up, and they were like starting to give orders, and there was somebody else who was already kind of the leader of the pack, and those two started to go at it. And uh, and I, I did one of my melt-away kind of things. Greg's very good at that, too. We just sort of melted. It's like, okay, this is going to become a thing. But then I realized, I looked over the hill that we were, for the last two and two hours, we were pushing people, there was just another hill after yeah. that that they couldn't get over. So we have wasted completely. And I had to abandon my car on the same road. And so well, that guy jumped in. He was trying to. Well, you know, we were trying to help out, but we weren't doing any good for anybody. So once they got over that one little hill, we never heard from those people again. We created the only reason. Yes, you had to abandon your cars because the roads were blocked because you had the Subaru all-wheel drive and it did yes. perform exceptionally well in that, that those conditions. Yes, it did. And you were horny, and you got yourself back into the city with that. Nice. Going through 400. Yeah. Uh, so I, I knew that oh, I, my, car, hours. my car delivered you to your ultimate destination. Uh, but if you, were, if you recall, we were together when it all kind of started. We had, uh, we had gone to uh, pick up my son, who's now about to turn 26, but uh, was in high school at the time, to pick him up from uh, the bus stop. And everything was fine when we left. And we were only going, what did we go, like a mile and we never got back home. <laughs> it just happened so quickly. We just never got. Is that back the home. one that shut two eighty five down? Because I fell it's the first one. It's the I first fell asleep. That yeah, was awful. And when I woke up, it was just a nightmare. Because it was kind of a mini one after that. Okay. It was a little bit of a mini one a couple weeks later, as I recall. Yeah, there, this was people abandoning their cars on the highway. Yes. Didn't Chipper mm. Jones rescue Freddie Freeman on yes. a four wheeler? Yes, yes. Right. And I'm sure he thought he'd be a brave for life after that. <laughs> I guess there's for old Freddie. It, Wave a little money in front of him, and he doesn't remember anything from Chipper Jones. How this, dare this, this, my agent. This was also my agent. the Stop most crying, Freddie. The uh, the this was also the infamous one where Kasim Reed, our mayor at the time, uh, had a limo driver take him all around the stopped traffic to get to the Weather Channel to do a oh really to do a hit. How and the he, hell the limo? That must have been a hell of a limo to be was, able to drive on those roads. He, he took the emergency lane all the way to the Weather Channel, and it yeah. was like okay, all right, dude. Like, why are you they because he's the mayor? He needed yeah. to get to the Weather Channel to, to, get to find to the out. Weather Channel. My favorite thing that happened in that period of time. I like every once in a while when politicians are blunt and honest. And I believe Nathan Deal was the governor at the time. And I think I remember him putting out a statement that says, there's nothing the state can do for you <laughs> over the next 24 to 48 hours. You're on hours. your own. You really do have to be smart and you have to take care of yourself. We simply cannot get out. There. I just, I love, I don't know. I didn't love the message necessarily. And, you know, I think it was a true message, but it was just great for a politician to come out and say, listen, there's nothing we could do for you. 
So be smart. Not enough Brian. Not enough Brian. <laughs> well, you know, people got down on Atlanta, but it's like, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to have all this stuff together so that once every 12 years you use it? It's it, just, it, we're yeah, just, there's you know, one old man that like yeah. takes care of the salt. Yeah. And he's the guy, right? And he's uh, just always like, don't mind me. I'm just raking when the I, show. Where I come from, and, and Tim is familiar with this, on the, and I'm sure... Greg's been on the New York State Thruway quite a bit. Every like 15 miles over on the side of the road, there's yeah. just just a huge pile of uh, cinder salt. and salt. Cinder well, it's and like salt. A big just dome. Ready. Yeah, it's re- in a big dome. Yeah, just ready to go. Looks just like ready a to go. But, but hut. Yeah. It's silly. The idea that we should do that in Atlanta because once every 12 years there's going to be an event is ridiculous. It's it was you funny save, to make fun of though. You save yeah. You save the money and then once every 12 years you put up with it. Yeah. I remember I was one of the few people that actually could make it in to work here at WSB and they had me working like I, I think I yeah. would sleep three hours at a time. I walked from my apartment at the time to WSB. Slept Where's that here. gotten you? And, uh, yeah. and I think yeah. I still got a time guy? card. You still, still have a time, time card. Still, <laughs> that was ten years ago, and you still have to fill out a time card. That's right. Don't do it. Don't dedicate yourself to anything. So, uh, yeah, happy 10th anniversary, Greg. It was a great yes. couple of days we spent together trying to help others for no enjoyable. good reason. Uh, so what do you got on Monday stories? Uh, Amelia Earhart's long lost plane. Is she in the news finally, again? Finally, <laughs> finally, possibly, maybe they think, but aren't quite sure. Found 16,000 feet <sighs> under the water, less than 100 miles away from Howland Island, which is where she was supposed to land to refuel. It's a it's a sonar image. You can, if you look at the image, you can see the outline. It does of, look. It looks I like saw. A plane. Yes, I saw. I mean, it does look like a plane. It doesn't doesn't mean it's her plane, but you it can looks see like the skeleton of her outside the window. No, it, hey. hey. It, and by the way, a guy. You know, there was a dude who died with her. It never gets any. Oh, it just, really? Yeah, it, she wasn't like alone. She had a navigator. He wasn't it's very like, good. Well, okay. <laughs> We don't know exactly. We don't know exactly what happened. It was her ex-boyfriend. We don't know whose fault it was. But I know that she was going to be the first to uh, fly around the world. She's a, as a woman, but there, you know, you could mention the other guy who died. I don't even know his name off the top of my head, but there was a navigator there. <laughs> Just saying, he had a family. You know, he had a mom. Did he? <laughs> well, this debunked. The- I don't know because I've never heard about him. <laughs> well, this- but he did die. It looks like if you look at this image, it looks like it's upright. Doesn't it, it looks like it landed there? Doesn't it? His like you. His name is Fred Noonan. That is Noonie Noonie. That is. Yes. Is that his name? Yes. yes. Well, let's why hear. Why, why let's hear. Let's hear for Fred Noonan, Noonan, who had the unfortunate thing of, uh, you know, having a penis throughout history, so was never <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> never. There's only two people involved. It's like when Steely Dan. One guy died, and then Steely Dan goes on tour. What does that say? There's only two of you. You think that both are necessary? Nah. Apparently not. He sang one song. Nobody ever said they're trying to find him. <laughs> no, I, like, I never heard, because always the theory was that, that she crashed on an island and something ate her. No, that's that's the, the island that, uh, I think, is, is this the island that people think that she crashed on? The no, one no, where they, she was supposed to refuel? No. Because no, there would have so been the, stuff there. There was another island about 300 nautical miles away yeah. where uh, they thought that she crash landed and there were radio reports where we're here and then the plane got washed out to sea and that she stayed there. And, and Yeah, and somewhere so, but uh, somewhere along the lines, uh, yeah, the problem is they, they think that that happened, but they never found her body and they never found the plane. So, Although she supposedly some people heard... Um, an open call, like a radio call, and at some point a woman's voice was saying, we're taking on water. I read that today. So, I don't know. But They maybe also some... found bones on that island, which... Uh, well, I mean, a, we have the... We know her DNA, right? I mean, 
Get somebody She's today. Twenty three me. Give, yeah, she probably set it up. She was she she was yep. the first one to go out there. Meet Make me sure here, there was an DB. island. I wait here so, fifty years for so, you. Because <laughs> they because it was love. Tell Elvis to join <laughs> before us. she was born. Before he was born, Elvis she was in love with Took him to the planet that they're on yeah. now. I uh, uh, yeah, I don't. JFK I just seems, too. <laughs> just a little. I I uh, I wonder. Like, don't couldn't we know that there are descendants of Amelia Earhart, right? So you twenty three and me, you get the DNA. If they found bones on a body, then you'd be. A, seems like an easy kind of match. She had kids. Uh, well, I mean, she had family, she cousins. Family. I mean, you, you get the little DNA marker. Come on, Tim. She had some kin. Come on, you're a, you're a scientist. Yeah, I am. I, give me the blood sample, and I'll done mark it up. <laughs> Doug Turnbull says there's a red alert on 285. Uh, Google just got millennial snarky with Tim Andrews. What did you type in? I typed in descendants of Amelia Earhart. And what you got? Exactly. So, Amelia so, Earhart. So, it starts with so. So, comma, Amelia Earhart didn't have any children. And as a result, you cannot be a descendant of the woman. But she did marry, She did marry, but there are no it children. It doesn't there. matter. She had siblings. Yeah, I'm sure they had so, kids. So, let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Slight correction, or just a confusion. I said during Snowpocalypse, Greg and I went to pick up my son from the bus, which it was a middle school... The school he was at at a middle school near us, but the high school was on the other side of town. So the bus would come to the middle school, and uh, and I said we never got back. But the car never got back. We walked back because we weren't far away. But uh, Greg, I don't know if you remember when uh, we were sitting there and the bus wasn't coming, and then somebody from the middle school came out and said, uh, oh, because of weather conditions, uh, the bus isn't coming. And I remember us scoffing like, what? <laughs> What the hell? Yes. And then yes. we couldn't get the car one mile back <laughs> still to the us. house. We could have gotten back. With yeah, all those other fools. it was still tough. It was still tough, man. We were we were running Keep into everything. I remember I tried oh. to. Uh, I was going to try to come to work. I no, no, I wasn't at work. I did. did I work yeah, here? you were here at WSB. You were. You had just started. Okay, but uh, for a weekend show or something? Not no, it was 2014. Did you start in January? You hadn't started yet. No, we no. didn't even start the no, podcast. No, no, we, we had not February. started the podcast. Right. Yet. You, yeah. you started working here in December of 2014. The Sunday show started in 2015. Yeah, That's there right. you go. So we weren't even. You're out of work. I was out of work. No work to go to. Building a podcast with my friend Greg Russ. Ten years ago, huh? Uh, also, wow. ten years ago, Tim yeah. Andrews turns out was still funny because his social media just reminded him what he posted ten years ago. <laughs> you want to regale us? January 29th, 2014. Out of respect for those stranded around the city, I've suspended my ass, cash, or grass policy. <laughs> How many likes you get? I think that's oh, fantastic. Uh, lots. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> 60 <laughs> That's Norm McDonald worthy. All right, yeah, real fast. Another Monday story, because I'm guessing the music's going to start playing any second now. Uh, yes, the world's largest cruise ship is set to sail, but uh, there are a lot of concerns about methane emissions from it. It runs on liquid yeah. natural gas, and yeah. Yeah, the byproduct all, of that is methane slip. To all environmentalists, uh, they have built it. <laughs> Chances are it's going to sail. <laughs> the idea they've built the world's biggest cruise ship. Hey, you know what? We've really run the numbers, and uh, the ocean's not big enough to handle this thing. People can chain themselves to it, like they did to that building earlier here. The cop city people. The cops. They can throw soup on it. Yes. It, yeah, yeah somebody threw it. soup at the Mona Lisa. But the Mona Lisa is a. The thing is, this is the most cowardly kind of thing because they all know they're not hurting the art. 
because they're yeah all the art that they're going after van gogh and the mona lisa and things like that they're they're protected with glass so they kind of get the best of both worlds We, we made our point but we didn't really destroy the mona lisa doug turnbull still watching 285 oh these amazing doctrinaires you know they have wsb shows and podcasts as well as this show feel free to check out the latest Popcast with Tim Andrews, Saturday from 7 to 8 p.m. Is that this week? Is that right? That's right. And the Nightcap with Jared Yamamoto, where he gets real drunk and slurs his speech. That's Saturday from 11 to midnight. Also grab new episodes of the podcast Radio Labyrinth, One Topic, and the Power Pod at all the places you get all the other podcasts you like. You know, I'm, I'm beginning to believe that the Republicans actually love Joe Biden. The the complaint now, more and more, is uh, he hasn't gotten us into enough wars. <laughs> we need, he should be strong. We need more wars than the handful that this president has gotten us into. That we're back. Uh, with no music. That's fantastic. George, Sorry about that. George told me, I'm going I'm to try some new things. Yeah. You know, he's Keep you thi- on your toes. He's thinking out here. outside of the box. It's a little smoother. You know, yeah, this it way. is. Why do they always come in with the bombastic music? There we there go. There we go. <laughs> Finally over here. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Mr. Clark. All right, uh, Greg Russ has joined us again. Greg, are you all, you're also a cineast. Yes. Autumn, are you a cineast? <laughs> yes. I saw a cinema this weekend? Yeah, what'd you say? I watched Wonka. Oh yeah, did you like it? I heard it was good. I heard it was better. Huh? Really? Yeah, yeah. So, so you walked out not hating it as much as you thought you would, but not loving it. That's the common review. I wanted to hate this thing, but I can't hate it as much as I wanted to. It was nice that it did its own thing, despite being just you know a re like a a, a smash together of yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Willy Wonka. And the I call Factory. it. I call it a pre-hash. Hmm. Because <laughs> it's a prequel, okay. right? Yeah, so yeah, rather yeah. than a rehash, yeah, but... it'll be a prehash. But like in in the one that we all know and love, the only one that should matter with... Uh, <gasps> You're talking about uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> not that, that, Im- one not that imposter past. Gene Wilder. Right. <laughs> yes. yes. The Gene Wilder one doesn't go into his past at all. Yeah. And then the uh, the other one with Johnny Depp does. And, so, and they do both in this one. And uh, it did its own thing, which was kind of neat. No yeah. hit songs, though. Everybody loves it, but it's a musical. But no, I'm not hearing any, uh, like, like, oh, this is a great well, song. Well, like the Barbie movie where it had, like, three songs that came out of it. Yeah. What's the one? Was, yeah. I'm Candy just kidding. Candyman. Oh, gosh. <laughs> were any of the songs from the other one, though? Candyman. With, G- with Gene Wilder. Candyman was, when I was a kid, Sammy Davis Jr. had a hit with yeah. Candyman. Yeah. Um, were there others, though? Because obviously they've well, the grown to the point where people. Oh, yeah. No, isn't that. Cheer up, Candyman? Charlie, everyone's favorite. Yellow t- stick that yellow Cheer ticket up your. That one. <laughs> That's big. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, for the cineast in the crowd. Uh, 60 years ago today, one of the greatest films was premiered, Dr. Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Apropos. You can't fight in here. This is the war room. <laughs> hey! You know, the whole thing about it's a, it is apropos, because I just, I've watched this movie from time to time, you know, throughout my life, always loved it, um, and saw it as satire and all this, but then about three or four or five years ago, I realized, no, there's a deeper meaning here. <laughs> And the meaning, I think, and it's, it's coming true. If we're getting this close to nuclear war over something as idiotic as Ukraine or, you know, the things that are happening now that are building on the war 
you dare not speak its name if you want to keep your job. Uh, the point of Dr. Strangelove was that uh, human beings do not have the disposition to not use these weapons. Eventually. If we get close with Ukraine 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 5 years from now, 2 years from now, whatever, the as funny as that movie is, and it's a great movie, and everybody should watch it, and it holds up to this day, um, I think the real point of it is this is going to happen because human beings, if you look throughout history, simply do not have the disposition to sit on these weapons and not use them. Now, of course, we have used them twice, but it was you know basically one event, kind of a one and done for us. But uh, we are the only country that's ever used them. But we uh, we will we will use them in the way that you see at the end of the movie, uh, eventually. And Spoiler unfortunately, alert. I completely agree with it. Well, it came out sixty years ago. Yeah. I don't know what to say. You call yourself a cineast. Why you haven't seen this movie yet? Well, I have I no see, idea. I see now that I can watch it on Max, so maybe I'll watch it tonight. Wait, give it a my, yes. uh, on my, the 60th. Yes, that'll be a great time. My to do wife it. will be watching The Bachelor tonight, and her friend that's on there. So I'll be I'll oh. happily watch Doctor Strange. Oh, you going to another room? Oh, you're not going to yes. watch. Oh, it's trouble, trouble on the set uh, of the Yamamoto yeah, family. She could the go young newlyweds. And then uh, after that, right, wait, I'll, are you sure? Because you've only had seven celebrations for your wife's birthday. Are you sure that you're out of that zone? <laughs> I knew this was Phil over. These yeah. millennials. Oh my gosh. She the had millennials. So many like celebrations. This. So many it's celebrations. It's not that big of a deal. You were born. I get it. Why 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 is there a need for five, six even, different even events? Even she'll tell you that it got ridiculous at the end, but I think we it did gets seven ridiculous after one. Birthday. It gets ridiculous after one. Yeah. Yeah, unless somebody even that one can be ridiculous. Yeah, like why are we doing this? I get, why is this happening? You know that I'm not going to be able to avoid it this year because it's the six zero. I understand. And look, and if other people want to throw the celebration for you, great. But when you start making those demands, uh, right? I and better I, have this party. If this party right. doesn't happen, if you don't do this thing for me, then yeah, not yeah. Be isn't on good Valentine's terms. Day enough as far as that sort of black, Valentine's uh, week emotional blackmail goes? Well, yeah, Valentine's and Galentine's back yeah. to back. How yeah, many people have weeks. been born in the history of this world? Many. Just by the numbers, <laughs> it can't be that big of a deal that you were born. Just given the numbers. <laughs> Well, I've done the rough math. I'm just this was years ago uh, when there was like seven billion people, and obviously there's times of the year when more people are born than other or other times. Yeah, of but, the I mean, year. Since, but it, I mean, since human beings, I, did I know what you whatever mean, but we I, did to the Neanderthals. Now I'm supposed to feel guilty about that. Have you noticed that? Like I'm seeing like things like oh, what humans did to the Neanderthals. It's like well, now I got to feel guilty about that. Mm-hmm. Hey, they tried to kill the humans. Yeah, I'm had sure. To fight back. I'm sure it was a full-on war. But they you had, know what? I don't care. Rough math yes. says, uh, and I, I took old numbers because we're closer to 8 billion people now, and I did 7 billion. Rough math says that you share your birthday with 19.1 million other people. Yeah, so big deal. Yeah. You if you go to born. any restaurant, you should see how common it is because the cake comes out and the staff starts singing yeah, you think I, it's I, for you, yeah. and then they walk past you and go to another <laughs> go table. To somebody yeah. else. And then when that happens, I'm like, Phew. And Thank you can tell goodness. a lot of the places that we went to when when they would do this, which again, so super nice of the restaurants to give you a piece of cake no, and, it's and sing not. to you. But it's, it's annoying. The place that surprised me that did the best job though was Chili's of all places. Oh, like, well, like of good all the, you had of to all, eat the food. Of all the places <laughs> in Happy, happy, They did a great job. Oh, baby, back, baby, back, baby. Oh, please. Oh, please stop. <laughs> I just, uh, the, to me, it's just, it's, it's one of those just 
weird thing. I, t- I told Jane, we have to, it's like, I want to have less friends. And one of the reasons is, I don't want to be going to birthday parties twice a month. The more friends you have, oh, and everybody, so just, everybody just seems determined. I have to celebrate my birthday every year. We'll be dropping off soon. I know. Yeah, look at the bright side. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then I, have, then I have to yeah. go to then I have to go to the funerals. God, so they're so thing. selfish. So not, wanting you to go I to their funeral. It's another. It's yeah, another thing I, I told my wife. It's <laughs> like uh, it's be fine. I don't mind dying because it'll keep me from going to everybody else's funeral. I can't People, finally leave me alone. My good. Yes. Eric's depressed. I'm not depressed. <laughs> I think you are. I think you're dealing with something. I'm not depressed. Why do you, why do you think I'm depressed? You know, ever since you gave up football, you've changed. Yeah. Well, a little bit of that. There's a, little, <laughs> there's a lifestyle change going on. The lifestyle change going on, that's for sure. Not all millennials. Been two weeks. What? Been not all, mil- week. oh, yes, not all millennials right. are overly celebrated on their birthday. Mine slipped by without a mention. Oh, my goodness. George Clark, how, when did your birthday happen? January 21st. Happy oh. birthday. You're, you want to know why? Because you're an old soul. And you don't walk around pointing to yourself. And uh, although, you know, you know my, you know what I do? Open up Amazon. Keep it reasonable. No, and just, I will. Uh, just a happy birthday. Uh, no, 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 no. no. You're, come on, George Clark. Let me allow me. To be magnanimous when my Chili's gift card, please. My, <laughs> <laughs> all right hey. now, now you're just asking for too much. <laughs> Power Pod recognized it. You know. Doug, well, because the millennials, it's his birthday. <sighs> George, Who cares? George Clark's birth week. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Turnbull says there's a travel advisory. Just Sammy's. Yes. All right, everybody. Hey. Who can take the sunrise? When do you start singing the song, Sammy? Here we go. Who can take the sunrise? Sprinkle it with dew. With chocolate and a miracle or two. The candy man. When I was a kid, I hated musicals, so I had no idea that came from. He Willy Wonka. Sing it in the, in the no, movie. I know, but I had no idea that it came from that movie because I started to watch that movie. I was very excited, and then when they started singing the first song, this was 1972. It was on TV. Um, I was out. like, "I'm out. I got a golden ticket." Yeah, that scene. Yeah, that scene in the candy shop where they sing that song. A girl gets hit with the counter, like the counter, you know, that with the yeah. lifts open, yeah. so it hits her. But she does, she she keeps going. She yeah. doesn't ruin the take. My Get kids concussion. always point that out. Oh well, hey, I'll have to look at it for that reason. Alone. By the way, all my birthday commentary does not count uh, the week beginning February 1st, where uh, both of my sons and Greg Russ have mm. a birthday. And Pete. And Pete. Thanks, and Pete. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Thank very you. Thanks very clearly. Thanks very Only that week or the month of February? No, no, no. Just that week. Just that week. Okay. Just, that, just so. Everybody gets there. And, but, uh, Technically, you know. it'd be my birthday week now. My oldest to celebrate the week. <laughs> My oldest has a new baby girl in his life, so he's a little distracted. But uh, all right, so uh, can I just add real quick, yes, Sammy Davis Jr.? Yes, you can. Check out his version of Shaft. All right, because there's a lot of dialogue. I in can that imagine thing. it. Sure, it's very disco-y and has a really cool guitar groove. It's very fun. I'll oh. tell you something. One of the one of my biggest things, as far as entertainment goes, that I never got to see that guy. Same. Like in his like, I mean, you, I, even up to like fifty or fifty-five years of it. Like, I, like I just would have wanted to see that guy live because he was that ultimate entertainer. He didn't write his own songs no, or anything. Performed. He was always, but he was a performer and he could just like tap dance. He could do everything Soft shoe. with Brenna's love. Theme. 
Beretta's theme. Oh, you yeah. know. So yeah. good. And you know that was part of the show. All the oh, themes. Yeah. Keep your eye <laughs> on the sparrow. On the sparrow. So with good. I gotta be me. Or maybe a little <laughs> I am, I said. Y'all probably. Something along those lines. Uh, you have some sound, some audio. Mr. you would like to... we, we didn't get a Oh, chance. yeah. Mr. Bojangles, always a big part of the act. Because he could dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a, a moment earlier today in Midtown... <laughs> Where a couple of cop city protesters uh, ended up attaching cop themselves. City protester. <laughs> they attached themselves Chain to a building. To a building that's related to the construction uh, company that's putting together who Cop can City. Take a delusion. <laughs> Beat him with a stick and throw him in an empty cell. This one pre- protester named that's Mariah. Violent, Sammy. Uh, yeah, I'm Law and Order Sam. <laughs> named Mariah Parker was very happy about it. It seemed to work pretty well because it did take uh, the police the about three hours uh, to uh, get them free from the equipment. So if we got to come out here and do civil disobedience, we'll do that. We got to show up at City Hall, we'll do that. Whatever it takes until people really realize that we're serious about not building the The fact that you're serious doesn't mean the rest of the city decides they don't want it. Do you understand yeah, this? But, yeah, but, we're, but we did it and then it shows that we're really serious. And it took him like a pretty decent amount of time to get off of there. So yeah, yeah. this is why yeah, I'm three <laughs> and vote for Donald Trump, <laughs> Sammy. So, uh, aren't they building facilities like this all over yes. the country? I'll yes. bet you there are. Yes, they are. And also, when they're talking about the Civil War coming, and which I, I'm not for, but when they, when they talk about it, always like from the MAGA side. You know what? Uh, these kids don't seem to have any problem doing some stuff that might uh, injure somebody or whatever. I'm not so sure this is being covered. Holistically, gotta look out for the environment, Eric. Oh, that's the, the South yeah, River. They're environmentalists, <laughs> except it says uh, ACAB on their stuff. Yeah, right. They're environmentalists. <laughs> the cop-hating environmentalists. Why? Uh, be, I recycle, what? but I also hate the police. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank right. you, Mariah. All right, uh, that music is telling me two things: get the hell out, shut the hell up. I comply. Back tomorrow afternoon, 4 p.m., another big show. You're all invited to join us. But until then, continue on your journey. I do not piss off the genie. Said that. How dare he say that? Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show from 4 to 7 on 95.5 WSB and follow the doctrine on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter for even more content. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.